0: Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CAPITAL200 and win 200 dollars in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game, and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call one 800 522 700. Two minutes. I'm gonna play. Um, at two thirty. Two minutes, two so thirty-seven. I'm gonna start playing. The okay. And I'm gonna count you down as soon as it hits ten thirty.
1: There's nothing worth more that could ever come close, nothing can compare, your are living hope, your presence Lord. I've tasted and seen, the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is on your prayer
0: you are welcome here praise the Lord this is Pentecost Sunday so glad to be uh, worshiping with you and having you worship with me and with the Southern Baptist Church of Harlem incorporated I'm glad this is the day that the Lord has made I don't know about you but I'm already rejoicing and I'm glad at it I'm glad that the Sun is shining here this Sunday the uh, S U N, but also the son is always shining Regardless of what you're going through, we're here to help you with the word of God. Amen. Amen. Glad to have you on. Come on. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Don't just uh, type good morning in the uh, comments on Facebook. I want you to witness to the word today. Say amen. Let somebody else know that you are a believer in Jesus and a believer in the word of the Lord. As a reminder, before we get started, I'm going to encourage each and every one of you that are on Facebook right now, before you forget, right now, just press the share button so it goes out to everybody in your contact list. This is uh, electronic evangelism. Don't let um, God have to deal with you for not spreading the word of the Lord. We can't always get people to come to God's house when the house of the Lord, all the doors were open, so here's a chance for you to take God's house to their house. God bless you. God bless you for sharing the word of God with everyone you know. Amen. 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 Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come unto you now in the name of Jesus and we just say thank you for our lives, our health and our strength. We thank you, God, for all that we're going through. We thank you, God, for um just last night's lying down this morning's rising. We're thanking you, God, for all that you've ever done for us. We even thank you for the hardships and trials and struggles we go through now, God, because we know it makes us more like you. And God will give your name, glory, honor, and praise, not once we go through, but even in the meantime, we'll give you in the meantime, praise as we're going through God. So we bless you now. We we thank you, God, for keeping us uh, from the death angel through the course of the night. But now, God, I pray that your spirit will just keep us all focused and sharpened. Keep me focused on your word. Use me that you will get the glory, honor, and praise out of my life. And I pray, God, that this word will fall on uh, spirits and hearts and minds that are ready to receive your word, but not just be receivers, but doers of your word also. It's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, who is our Christ, we say hallelujah and amen 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 praise the lord i want to remind everyone uh, as we go forward to make sure that you're still wearing your mask i know in new york new jersey some of the um restraints have been lifted in terms of covid 19 and gatherings and things of that nature but i still want to encourage you to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove uh wear your mask keep social distancing keep six p- uh, feet apart from other individuals as much as possible and we thank god for those of you that, are, that are, have received the vaccine it does not mean that you cannot get the covid 19 virus again i i gotta tell you this because i love you and i want everyone to be safe uh um, and and realize yes the word of god says no weapon formed against you shall prosper but also i believe that the holy spirit gives us wisdom and insight to help us know what to do. That God created doctors, he created nurses, he created all the medical staff and scientists. So therefore we make uh, use of their best judgment along with our prayers to see what God would have us to do. So I'm encouraging to do uh, what you need to do to be safe. Regardless of where you are, as you're hearing this word, the whole world is still under a pandemic, regardless of what the numbers look like in your area. God bless God bless with that being said I want to remind you um, that we are in a series this this is the second Sunday of a sermon series I'm gonna ask you to turn your Bibles to John chapter 14 uh, the sermon series is entitled the voice of God in the earth the voice of God in the earth um, again you're turning today to John chapter 14 uh, the sermon series is entitled the voice of God in the earth uh, last week I talked from the same sermon series and I talked about he will make a way and I came from first Kings chapter 17 verses 8 through 16 that was the story of Elijah when he uh, w- was led by God down by the brook called Cherith and he was fed by ravens then the brook dried up and then he had to go to Zarephath and it was there that this prophet the man of God met the widow of Zarephath and he came and asked her for something to drink and and uh, a meal and she said, all I have is just a little bit of cornmeal and a little bit of uh, oil uh, and, and I'm going to make something for me and my son and we're going to eat this and we're going to die because it was a famine in the land. But I wanted to encourage you last week to let you know that as you take care of the man of God, the servant of God, God's man servant will take care of you through the power of God. As you pray and, uh, and listen to your pastor, your spiritual authority, God will bless you. He will bless you and i told you last week what he said and what he did and i told you last week what she said and what she did then i told you what had happened was you know what had happened was the cake was made and the miracle happened because of her she uh because of her obedience that she was taking care of in the famine and uh, uh this miracle is anything that's contrary to nature contrary to what is normal uh and what is known and and the, the jar and the meal were never empty uh, throughout the famine, and uh, theologians say that uh, the famine lasts approximately three years, and and Elijah was with her for about a year, so she was taken care of. So you ought to expect a miracle, because I told you that he, meaning God, will make a way. This week, uh, under the same sermon series, "The Voice of God in the Earth," and I ask you to turn to John chapter fourteen. Prayerfully, you're there by now. John fourteen. I want to read for your hearing. Uh, Verses 20 through excuse me 22 through 27 from the New Revised Standard Version and it reads like this again from John um, 14 beginning our reading at verse 22 Judas not a said to him Lord How is it that we uh, that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him those who love me will keep my word and my Father will love them. And we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but it's from the Father who sent me. Verse 25 says, I have said these things to you while I'm still with you. Verse 26, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I, l- I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world does. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. Let me read verse 26 again for emphasis. It says, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said. To you amen thus ends the reading of the word of the Lord Uh, I want to talk to you this week from the subject you have the power you have the power I'm talking about you have the power in the midst of understanding our lives as we go from day to day things happen that we question ourselves things happen when we question God things happen when we question other people and because we don't get the answers we want and we need sometimes sister Taylor what we do is we become discouraged and our discouragement sometimes takes us off the plan of God for our lives I want to encourage you today don't be discouraged you're almost there what God is giving you requires preparation focus commitment And patience yeah patience Uh, discouragement is the tool of the enemy that he uses against you and Satan himself knows that there's greatness inside of you and that's why he tries to distract you so stand tall tall and not in your own strength but in the strength of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is something that I became acquainted with as a youngster because I grew up in church. My mother and father made sure that all of us went to church. We'd go to Sunday school and stay for church. And at the Emmanuel Baptist Church in Tenton Falls, New Jersey, where I grew up, this great uh, uh, suburban community, um, on Sunday mornings, most of my neighbors came to our church. And I could recall at our church, uh, a sister, older sister named Sister Wainwright. I don't remember Sister Wainwright's first name. I was just a little fella. I wasn't even in kindergarten, but I, I was fascinated by Sister Wainwright. Sister Wainwright would drive this green car. And she seemed to park it in the same spot every single week. And she was a nice older lady. She didn't look real old and like she was feeble or anything but she was an older lady i remember she had salt and pepper hair and 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 even i saw her hair get darker and she always wear this little pillbox hat or whatever and sometimes had a bigger hat on but sister wainwright would sit almost in the same seat perhaps the exact same seat every week and she would sit near the piano in our church near the choir loft and and i was fascinated by sister wainwright because sister wainwright would carry on almost every single week she would be screaming and flailing her arms and and speaking in a language i didn't understand and i i remember asking my parents what's wrong with sister wainwright and and my parents were telling me that she was experiencing the power of the holy spirit well, even though I was fascinated by all this carrying on in the name of the Lord, I was afraid to get too close to Sister Wainwright. I was afraid to sit next to her. I would speak to her when she'd speak to me, but I don't recall her ever hugging me because I remember always trying to stay away from Sister Wainwright. Keith, why would you stay away from her? I'm glad y'all asked. Because I was afraid of the power that she had. I was afraid that what she had, would I would catch whatever she had. Well, as i got older i I began to realize that the holy spirit is not contagious like the covid 19 virus in terms of you catching it uh uh, just by standing so close to somebody and being used in that manner i do understand the flow of the spirit and i do understand how he operates here on earth i'll unpack this four years we go further so you understand what i'm talking about but i understand that what sister wainwright had it, it was because she loved the lord and she needed his power to get her through whatever she was going through that's why in this word I read for you, uh, Jesus says in John 14:26, "I will send a Paraclete." That's that's a, a word that that means one who comes alongside, someone who uh, alongside someone to aid them, to help them, to be an advocate. And that's why our advocate is the intercessor and and and, and comforter. So that's why the Holy Spirit has all these different titles because the Holy Spirit does so much work. I understand now that I did not understand as a youngster that really you don't have nothing if you don't have the Holy Spirit. I don't care what choir robes you have, you can't sing without the Holy Spirit. I don't care how gifted and talented you are, you are nothing until He comes. I'm so glad for the day of Pentecost. I'm so glad for all that God has given the church because without it, we would be nothing. All we are are making a whole lot of noise. Our living is in vain. Our teaching is in vain. You watching me right now is in vain. My preaching is in vain. Without him, the Holy Spirit. I remember I remember as I'm thinking about some of the attributes of the Holy Spirit, as I just said, he's known as the paraclete, one that comes alongside as a helper, as an aid, uh, that I remember uh, one of my greatest recollections of my grandmother. I loved my grandmother. I never met my father's grandmother. She died when my dad was 20 years of age, so I never had a chance to meet my grandmother. But my mother's mother, uh, who lived in Philadelphia, I could recall as a youngster always going to Philadelphia and spending time with my aunts and uncles and my cousins there, having a great time. But on this one occasion, I remember uh, I was just a little fella. I wasn't even, again, around the same age of my previous story. I wasn't even five years old. But I remember how, how at this time in my life, I remember this one time where my grandmother uh, took my brother and I to go get some shoes get some shoes some dress shoes and i remember uh, in philadelphia it's one of the major thoroughfares is germantown avenue especially in the it flows through the germantown section of philadelphia and they had those cobblestone streets that had the the rails in the, uh, the railroad tracks, if you will, the trolley tracks, in the in the cobblestones. And my uncle was a bus driver, and he drove one of the buses that drove up and down Germantown Avenue. Well, I remember on this one occasion, again, I was just a little fellow. How how my grandmother uh, took. Uh, my brother and I on a Saturday to go shoe shopping. And I remember we walked up to Germantown Avenue and as we were walking down Germantown Avenue, I remember men being out there and women being out there and children being out there. And because I was from the suburbs, I was mesmerized by all this traffic, all this noise, but one of the things that I remember at that time that was how when we uh, walked past the church, my grandmother would sometimes tell us not to make so much noise or be quiet, and I saw so many other people do that because they had some reverence for the house of god that 's a whole nother sermon right there. I could remember seeing uh, uh dudes that weren 't dressed so nice that that might have been drinking or uh, Uh, Intoxicated with others, some kind of drug, but yet they still respected my grandmother when she came by. She did not know them, but they just had a respect for older people. So they tipped their hats so they act right, or men would move out of the way when they saw us coming. And as we were coming down Germantown Avenue, we had to cross the street at the light to go to the other side of the street, of course. I remember my grandmother. Regardless of the fact I knew how to walk, my grandmother grabbed me by the hand and grabbed my brother by the hand. And I remember she had those white gloves on, had a hat on, and she made sure we got across the street safely. Why is that important, Robertson? us? I'm glad y'all asked, because you might know how to do some things on your own, but you need somebody to help you get from where you are to where God wants you to go. And you can't do it by yourself that's part of the problem. That's one reason why you're burnt out. That's why you're busted and disgusted. That's why you're angry. That's why you can't sleep at night. That's why you're sick to your stomach sometimes, have a headache. That's why you get on other folks' nerves because you can't get your own self together and you're relying on you to do you. If you are saved according to the word of God, you've got power that you need to plug into. You've got power that will allow you to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond whatever you could ask or think according to the power that works through us that's why Jesus says in this text that I've got to go away but guess guess what he says and he says here again I got to take a look at this text in verse 23 Jesus asked him said those who love me will keep my word and the father And my father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them in other words jesus saying i'm not gonna bust into your life but i'm gonna live with you i'm gonna make home with you and then he says here whoever does not love me does not keep my words and the word that you hear is not mine but it's from the father who sent me. So Jesus is saying exactly what the father is saying unto us in the world. Cause I told you that God wants to be the voice in the world. And so Jesus now says that uh, the words I had uh, are said, not mine, but they come from the father who sent me. And I have said these things to you while I am still with you. Verse 26, but the advocate comma, the Holy spirit comma, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I've said unto you. That's what verse 26 says. Today is the day of Pentecost. Anyone that knows anything about uh, church life and the liturgical calendar, the day of Pentecost is the Jewish festival of weeks that, that lasts for 50 days, and uh, which began in first fruits of the harvest, which presented to God 50 days after the Passover. You'll find this in Exodus chapter 23, verses 14 through 17. On this day, 50 days after the resurrection of Christ, because you must understand that Jesus got up on the day of pentecost it says when pentecost have filled, fully come so there uh excuse me resurrection sunday so here it is 50 days he got up on resurrection sunday excuse me so therefore 50 days after that uh uh we have the uh pentecost which means 50 that uh The Holy Spirit came to the church. That's in Acts chapter 2. And you'll know that the Holy Spirit came in as a rushing mighty wind. You got to read Acts chapter 2 when you get home uh, or when you get a chance to look at it for yourself. But what the Holy Spirit did, and I already told you that you have the power, the Holy Spirit gave us power. Power is the ability to become Uh, or affect something. You have the ability to become or affect something. It's time out for you to make excuses for what you're not and what you don't have when you've got the power. It's time for you to just text it right there in the the chat. Text power. Say power. Wave your hand and say, God, I thank you. I've got the power. I've got the power. The power, the ability to, to be come or affect something some of you don't need a title if you got the holy spirit you've got the power to become what god wants you to become Or affect something check it out you don't need to wait till you get to god's house do it at your house you've got power to take over take authority over everything that happens in your house take authority over everything that happens around you take authority over your block take authority on your job you've got the power if you've got the holy spirit inside of you the holy spirit in case you don't know is the third person of the triune godhead I don't mind doing some teaching right here. Check this out. You have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not less than the less than Jesus and not less than God. I, I want you to know I don't rank them as God the Father and the uh Jesus under him and the Holy Spirit under him because uh they 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 have what is known <coughs> excuse me in the Latin, the Latin term uh, pericoesis, which means a mutual indwelling. So therefore, therefore, uh, you have uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I see them intertwining. I see them Intertwining in such a way uh, where pericoesis I see it as a dance, if you will. This Latin word uh, that in theology uh, uh, defines the Trinity to indicate the intimate union, the mutual indwelling of one another of one another. So what the Holy Spirit has, God has, and Jesus has what God has and has what the Holy Spirit has. That God has what Jesus has and has what the Holy Spirit has. That they're three in one. All three equal one. We serve a triune God, but. we we believe that God is one. All three are one. So God has given us his spirit. Jesus is saying, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father uh, will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I've said unto you. So I want to let you know that you've got the power. The Holy Spirit is the power. Let me give you these three things and I'll get on out of the way. I told you that Sister Wainwright used to uh fascinate me because of her 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 her, uh um actions and how uh she would just uh, carry on in the name of the Lord. Uh how 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 I was impressed in some cases, scared some weeks because of the groanings, the, the screaming, the how she would move. And as a youngster, uh talking to other people, I thought that the Holy Spirit was only in place to make you dance and make you shout. Well well I want you to know, and speaking in an unknown tongue, I want you to know that those are some of the manifestations what might happened when the holy spirit is upon you but i want to, you to know that number one the holy spirit makes known the saving work of jesus christ that you once you get saved you once you become a, G, a believer in jesus christ once you become saved it's the same thing synonymous once you become a believer in jesus christ what happens is you need the spirit to even know who jesus is the reality is i thought it was me uh walking myself down Germantown Avenue and have the ability to walk across street. Yes, my legs worked. Yes, I was a young man, uh, but I did not know how to interweave between the traffic. I did not know how to cross the light on time. I told you I was from the suburbs. I didn't have to deal with this in, in my daily life. I played in my driveway and on my street and played with my friends. I would see traffic on TV, but did not have to deal with that kind of traffic as I saw in Philadelphia. I needed a a helper to get me from one side of Germantown Avenue to the other side of Germantown Avenue. Well, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit comes to help you Uh, uh, know the saving work of Jesus Christ that it's not just enough that you come or used to go to church or you sit in your house and you call on his name yeah that's part of it but you got to know who he is I want you to know that every now and then some will ask me uh, do you know so-and-so and depending on my relationship with them if I barely know them I will say I know of that individual But I want you to know, when somebody asks me about a family member or a close friend, and I don't call everybody my friend, uh, I say, yes, I know him or I know her. And the closer I know them, then the more I can say emphatically, yes, I know them. I know my twin brother. I know my best friend. I know my sister. I know my close family members. I know them. So I know them, but also the older I get and the more I walk with the Lord after I be became a believer the more I know Jesus and oh how I love Jesus because he first loved me but it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to have you know who Jesus Christ is and once you know him you've got to understand this if you really know Jesus your testimony comes out of this Yeah. Yeah. Every believer has a testimony. Your testimony ain't like mine and mine is not like yours. Don't worry about how strong it sounds to somebody else. Just know that God is doing a great marvelous work through you. I don't care what you look like to the world. Know that you are his and God is doing, wants to do some great things through you. So therefore you've got a testimony. If you got up this morning, you got a testimony. If you had food on the table, you got a testimony. If you got through something that you knew you couldn't, have gotten through by yourself you owe god a wave offering at the very least you ought to open up your sanctified mouth and give his name praise because the holy spirit allows you to know who jesus is so therefore he automatically formulates a testimony inside of you in order to come out of you along with that understand as the holy spirit makes you know the saving work of jesus christ and knowing that there's going to be a testimony that comes out of you also it automatically promotes evangelism Mm mm-hmm Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to say this and I don't care who gets mad at me. You might not ever see me again uh, on Facebook, on YouTube or any other platform. So I'm going to say it to you right now that if you are not evangelizing the lost, if you're not trying to win souls for the kingdom of God, then maybe you don't really know him. And maybe you don't know him because if you know him, meaning Jesus, it means you know the Holy Spirit because Jesus said he's going to send an advocate, a paraclete, a intercessor, a comforter, a helper, have you open up your mouth in such a way that you can't help but tell other folk about Jesus and what Jesus did for you. I know that you can open up your mouth and spread the latest gossip. Before there was a national inquiry, some of y'all were here on the face of the earth. Before there was Facebook, y'all knew how to blab your mouth. So God already made sure that we knew how to talk. We knew how to act a certain way to to display whatever was going on in our world therefore i want you to know that jesus all god already knows that because the holy spirit is working inside of us evangelism ought to emote or ought to come out of us there is an emotional uh, part of us that ought to uh, allow us to have uh, what i call uh the can't help it I, I, a song that we used to sing when i was a youngster in church That said, said i wasn't going to tell nobody but i couldn't keep it to myself, what the Lord has done for me, that you ought to have a case of the can't help us. The Holy Spirit will be inside of you, which allows you to know the saving work of Jesus Christ, which will allow a testimony to come out of you, which will also allow you to have a spirit of evangelism. I told you already, you ought to press the share button. That is electronic evangelism in the 21st century. So somebody else can hear the word of the Lord. I want you to know you ought not be guilty of being muzzled, of not opening up your mouth. Here's a chance you don't even have to open up your mouth. Just press the share button to evangelize and let others know that you know the joy of Jesus. And this joy I have, the world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. The Holy Spirit makes known the saving work of Jesus Christ. Not only that, the Holy Spirit also uh, is present in and with the church. The Holy Spirit is present in and with the church. Yeah. The church is not a building. You know that by now. We have not been in the Southern Church in more than 15 months. Uh, uh, the building is still there. We have not worshipped there. I've been there. A uh, uh, few other people have been there doing ministry on our behalf. But we don't want us to gather in the church right now because of the numbers that are still uh, the 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 COVID 19 numbers still in New York City. And and so therefore we know that the church is not the building, but the church is the believer. Those of us who've been Uh, uh, washed in the blood of the lamb. Those of us who have already made Jesus our Savior, our God, our Lord, we believe that he hung bled and died on Calvary's cross and got up for us with all power in his hand on resurrection Sunday morning. So therefore Jesus, he already tells us he is going away, but he's sending a helper. Here in John 14, he calls him the advocate in verse 26, and he says the Holy Spirit. So he makes it clear the advocate, the Holy Spirit, and I already told you what an advocate is, uh the advocate is one who 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 Intercedes who 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 helps, who speaks for you, who brokers for you, if you will, who bargains for you. The Holy Spirit. Uh, I thank God. I didn't even plan on saying this today, but the Holy Spirit is in heaven right now. He intercedes for us in our prayer life. So therefore, because the Holy Spirit does so many things for us, but the Holy Spirit intercedes for us when we pray and we don't know how to pray. The Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. Jesus understands our earthly language, but more importantly, the Godhead understands uh, their secret code in heavenly language, if you will. Therefore, I couldn't understand what Sister Wainwright was saying as she spoke in other tongues but those that 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 spirit language that tongue language caused her prayer to go from earth to glory and God moved on her behalf I know because it's happened for me but I want to get back to my point I want to let you know that the Holy Spirit uh, makes known the saving work of Jesus Christ also the Holy Spirit is present in and with the church. The church is the believer in Jesus Christ. He directs the church in truth. John 16 and 13 tells us that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And and I got to say this, got to say this on Pentecost Sunday, that if you have a lion demon on the inside of you, if you can't, if you can't Tell the truth. If you always have to lie, if you all, if that's the first thing that comes to you, you need to call on the power of the Holy Spirit to help you stop lying. If you have an addiction, you need to call on the power of the Holy Spirit to help you with your addiction. If you if you can't uh, stop. Uh, 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 if you don't even want to worship God, if you don't want to pray, you've got to call on that power of the Holy Spirit to help you do what God would have you to do. Because this Holy Spirit is there to impart wisdom and instruction unto us. It says here, the Holy Spirit... Uh, The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you everything and remind you of all that I've said to you. The Holy Spirit is here to teach you. And, And I want you to know that some of us, even as adults, because we've grown and we think we can do whatever it is we want to do, we act like rebellious children that don't want to go to school. Some children were playing hooky in elementary school, some middle school, some high school. uh, But some of us adults, and we act like spiritual rebellious children. We don't want to go to church, don't want to go to... Bible study don't want to go to Sunday school don't want to read and study the Word of God well you might not be able to physically go to those place uh, the church to study the Word of God but you got a house you got the Bible on your phone you have it on your iPad you have a Bible in your house if you don't you ought to get one of those the Bible on one of those platforms or have it in your house on hardback or softback but the Holy Spirit is present in the church Therefore, the Holy Spirit leads you and guides you. He directs the church in truth. This happens through the experience and very degrees of, of awareness by the believer. I want you to know that, that uh, it's not dumb luck. It's not by you knocking on wood. No, that's not it. It's because God wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you could ever ask or think according to the power that works through you. Therefore, the Holy Spirit is trying to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. That your ladder is going to be greater than your past if you rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. And because uh, the voice of God is still here in the earth through the Holy Spirit, you have the power. Rely on the power. One of the reasons why some folks are still struggling over the same old, same over for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, not everybody, but some people, here's the issue. Here's the issue. Let me, let me say it like this. Whenever I've had a, 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 a technological issue and I had to call that 1-800 number to find out why this ain't working or that's not working, whether it was the computer or TV or whatever it was, the first thing they'd ask on the other side, are you plugged into a power source? Well, I want to let you know, if you're still stumbling and bumbling and fumbling and can't get yourself together, maybe it's because you're really not plugged into the power source. If you are a real believer in Jesus Christ, you already have received the ability to have the Holy Spirit operate inside of you. He's already there. If you believe in Jesus, it means that God has already given you his Holy Spirit. So therefore, the Holy Spirit is there. And once you rely on the power of the Holy Spirit and stop relying on your own strength then you can say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me well I gotta I gotta give you this last point so I can get on out of the way because my time is almost up I want you to know that the Holy Spirit makes known the saving work of Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit is present in and with the church but also the Holy Spirit sanctifies us yeah. In other words, we're set apart for special use. That's what sanctification means. So the Holy Spirit sanctifies us or makes us more like Christ as we are set apart for special use. That, In other words, there was a um, song I used to hear in church. I heard a whole lot of songs in church, of course, uh, uh, said the place I used to go. I don't go no more. Things I used to do. I don't do no more uh, since I found the Lord. And and the Holy Spirit uh, Does not make you think you're better than anybody else because that's flesh. But the Holy Spirit shows you who you are in Christ. So as you are sanctified, it means it's not about your dress, it's not about having your dress hit the floor, it's not about uh, brothers having your your collar button all the way up, no, 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 no. It's not about all that. It's about, uh, 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 and it's not always about you saying, God bless you and oh, praise the Lord. It's about you understanding the purpose for your life and understanding that God separates you from some people and some things so he can make use of your life. And once you understand that this is not your life is his life then you can be sanctified you can be set apart for a special use well you might not ever be called to be a fulfill one of the five-fold ministry gifts but everybody here has a purpose everybody was created to give his name glory honor and praise and everybody here is to be an example of jesus the christ in the earth so even on your job they need to see Jesus living through you they if they don't need to see you walk around with your Bible that don't mean nothing to them they want to see how much Bible comes out of you they don't care how much scripture you can quote they want to see how much scripture you can live they don't care how many songs you know they want to see whether or not you live the life you read and sing about in those songs therefore you are sanctified the Holy Spirit sanctifies us and you have the power when and you can't do it on your own I realize that some stuff I cannot do on my own thank God I don't think I can do everything but I do understand I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, the power is the ability, as I already told you, the ability to become or affect something. The power comes from the Holy Spirit. And I do understand that the Holy Spirit is there to help lead and guide me into all truths. I can't do anything by myself. Therefore, every day I tell him I need his spirit. I want his spirit to fall fresh on me, to use me in a way I've never been used before. I can't preach without his spirit. I can't teach without his spirit i can't walk without his spirit i can't talk without his spirit i need the power of the holy spirit to operate in my life to help me be an agent of change here in the earth that my life when it's all over with won't be nothingness unto him but i'll be able to do the great works he's called me to do greatness is not measured by what man says but what by god says therefore don't you try to be like anybody else you do what god wants you to do because he has Set you apart for a special use. You don't, you begin to realize as you're going through these experiences with the Lord that you don't act or react in the same way you used to act or act the way the world wants you to act. Uh, because somebody cussed at you, uh, if you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit is really. Operating inside of you, you will think twice before you cuss back at them, because you'll realize that that's not Christ-like. Now, I want you to know that we live in a mean, cruel world. I live in the same world you do. I get upset just like you do. But I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is a restraining force. It's some stuff on on the inside that wants to come on the outside. It's some stuff that the enemy will put in my mind that he wants me to act a certain way or do a certain thing. But the Holy Spirit is a restraining force. So. I'm reminded that this body is not mine. I can't do everything I want to do in it. I've got to be led by the Spirit so God can get the glory out of my life. Well, I told you, it's not about how you clap and sing and praise God in the sanctuary. It's how you live here in the earth. That's what gives God the glory. So realize that God has you set aside for a special use. The Holy Spirit also got Jesus up on resurrection Sunday morning. And I told you, Pentecost is 50 days after Jesus got up from the grave Well the same power of the Holy Spirit That got Jesus up from the grave Is the same power that can get you up From your grave Well somebody's saying Pastor Roberson you losing your mind I'm sitting here on my couch I'm watching. I'm watching you right now on my computer I'm listening to you or watching you on my phone I'm not dead I'm alive Yeah it's the power of the Holy Spirit That keeps you alive It's the power of the Holy Spirit that can get you up He can get you up out of your state depression. The Holy Spirit can get you up out of despair. Despair means you have no hope. The Holy Spirit is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond. The Holy Spirit is what gives you the right mind and renews your mind in the Word of God through Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit removes all doubt. The Holy Spirit will have you not worried about any kind of financial embarrassment. The Holy Spirit will get you up off your sickbed. The Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that got Jesus up from the grave and jesus got up and said i've got all he says all power and authority has been given unto me and therefore he got up and said oh death where's thy sting grave where's thy victory and god uh, through jesus said i'm going away but the the advocate the holy spirit will teach you all things. Jesus said out in Acts chapter 2, I, or he said, I won't leave you comfortless. He said that early in, uh, in John's gospel, and he made way for the Holy Spirit to come. Again, the Holy Spirit is the same substance. Uh, 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 and so therefore, he is God, the third person of the dry Godhead. Jesus has never left us, or God has never left us for forsaken us. Jesus' ministry is over here in the earth. Jesus sits on the throne with God. His ministry is in heaven as he intercedes on our behalf. But the Holy Spirit operates here in the earth. The Holy Spirit has been here since the creation, before the creation of time, just like in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The Holy Spirit we see in Genesis rested upon the waters. In Genesis chapter 2, chapter 1, chapter 2, right in there, you'll see that. So the Holy Spirit has been here even before the beginning of time. But the Holy Spirit comes out of us as we understand he's already working in us. There's power power, wonder working and power in the precious blood of lamb. Yeah, the blood is what wipes away our sins, but the Holy Spirit empowers us to be more like him, that our living won't be in vain if you allow the Holy Spirit to use you. If you do what the Spirit tells you to do, you need to taste and see that the Lord is good. Don't you dare be afraid of the Holy Spirit. I got older and I realized that what Sister Wainwright had is what I needed all along. I needed to catch what Sister Wainwright had. Every week she had the case of the Can't Help Us. She couldn't help but sit there and be um, and just be quiet like that, like everybody else or most of the other folk. But she didn't need the music to make her move. She just knew, and I knew after looking back on her life, that it was something that she had been through that made her just dance and shout, run around church. And every now and then you ought to have a case of the can't help us where you can't keep your mouth closed you can't keep your hands down to your side but you will raise your hand and say oh magnify the lord with me or that you will dance unto the lord you will shout unto the lord because you've got something on the inside that gets you over some things on the outside well i gotta go but let me tell you this i'm so glad to be saved i'm so glad to be sanctified sanctification don't mean i'm perfect it just means i'm set aside for a special use and as you begin to really ask god what would thou have me to do he will tell you and he will set you apart therefore you ought to be blessed and praise god that he wants to use little O you and i say that to myself that god is so many others but yet you chose me i Thank you for choosing me. I thank you for using me. I didn't want to do this, but I thank you, God, that you saw, looked beyond all my faults and met me at the point of my needs. I know my life is not about me. My life is about helping somebody else see the goodness of the Lord. Well, I want you to know I'm not the only one. If you're a believer in Jesus, you have got the power. You have the power. You have the power. Therefore, get up and give the Lord praise because you have the power. You have the power. You have this power. God is saying to you today that change is coming when you see the power He gave you and you embrace it and say, I have the power. God, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you for those that were listening. We thank you, God, for power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for even how your word goes forward and will not return unto you without accomplishing what you've already set out for it to do. I thank you, God. I bless you. I praise you for those who are making a life-changing decision right now to accept you as their personal Lord and Savior, to accept what Jesus did, how he hung blood and died on Calvary's cross, but also he went to hell and snatched the keys of death in the grave from the enemy, from Satan himself, and he got up and got up on resurrection sunday morning and now sits on your right hand he ascended into heaven and left us with the holy spirit and holy spirit empowers us to be more like jesus so when we see you we can say amen and we thank you that we are joint heirs we're sons and daughters of you because of the wonder and power of jesus and the holy spirit so we bless you now. We thank you for those that are making the decision to become believers and follow you, and those that are making the decision to revive themselves, to renew their walk with you, to say, Father, forgive me. I want to come home again like the prodigal. I want to come home. We thank you, God, that you're receiving them right now in Jesus' name. We thank you. If you're believing, if you're receiving right now, if you're making a life confession, a life conversion, don't be afraid to let us know by putting in the chat I'm a believer I'm a believer I'm a renew I'm renewing my life don't be afraid to do that somebody else needs to see your testimony so we thank you God in Jesus name we say amen 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 we praise God I praise God for those who've been impacted whose lives have been impacted by the word of the Lord I thank God for you and I thank God for what he's doing through me as I yield myself as willing vessel And then we can show our thanks unto God as we worship because worship is not what we take away, it's what we give. Uh, Even in the Old Testament, we'll see the people came and they gave, they gave, they gave all they had unto the Lord. Uh, They gave God their best gift. They gave God their best livestock. Uh, They gave God their best sheep. They gave God gold. They gave him silver. They gave God their best. Well, we don't have, uh, we don't operate that way anymore, but we give God our money. God just asked for 10% 10% of our income. I don't care whether it's a government check, retirement, you've been working 30, 40, 50, 80 hours a week. Whatever you earn, whatever you have, give God 10% of that tithing is not a debt that you owe but it's a seed you sow it's another way of saying god i thank you i bless you i want to give this back to you so give god 10 percent. you can do that by being a blessing uh, to the work of ministry at the southern baptist church by using the tithely app using tithely that's t-i-t-h-e dot l-y or givlify g-i-v-e-l-i-f-y By using either one of those apps, Tithely or Givelify, or you can still send a check or a money order to the Southern Baptist Church of Harlem. We are located at 12-16 West 108th Street, New York, New York. 10025 people are are have, have been giving from all over the, the land and i'm thankful to god for those of you that uh, don't live in new york new jersey area but you're across the country across the nation have been blessed by our ministry and you've been sowing into our ministry i really thank god for you and i won't but god will bless you real good let's i thank god for those who are giving right now and i say god bless god bless god bless god bless your gifts in jesus name Amen. As always, as I get ready to get out of here, I got to give you some announcements. I want to let you know that on um, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and every Thursday at 7 a.m., the Southern Church is in prayer. Join us on our prayer calls on Tuesday evening at 7 uh, a.m. And you can dial into this toll free number, 718 uh, 775 895 seven two seven one two seven seven five eight nine seven two my phone carrier tells me they're gonna charge me uh a penny a minute that'll be 40 minutes or 40 cents because we're on the call for 40 minutes Some people might be a dime. That's $4. That's still a small price to pay for you to be in prayer with other believers that are getting a prayer through. Again, the Holy Spirit wants you to pray. So if the Holy Spirit is inside of you, he will remind you of what I'm saying unto you to pray with us on Tuesday at 7 p.m. and on Thursday at 7 a.m. by dialing 712-775-8972. Once you dial that number, you they'll ask you for access code. That access code is 967-013. 967-013. Again on uh that's Tuesday evening and seven AM on Thursday morning but sandwich between there is Wednesday in the word Wednesday in the word great Bible study trust and believe I'm on there I listen sometimes I don't say a word I'm not teaching we have our Sunday school teachers teaching they're doing a phenomenal job teaching the word of God rightly dividing the word of truth that's on Wednesday at 6 30 p.m dial that same number 712-775-8972 access code 967-013 Well, about to get out of here now, but we want to bless you before you leave and want you to listen to the song that I believe will be a blessing unto you also. That's why we came to worship, but we leave to serve. I pray God's richest blessing upon you, not just today on Pentecost Sunday, but every single day of your life. I pray that God keep you safe from the COVID-19 virus and every other uh, uh, thing that the enemy is already designed to harm you and your family. I pray showers of blessings upon you as you go from hither there and yon. Do what God would have you to do so he can get the glory out of your life. You can't do it on your own, but you need the power of the Holy Spirit to do it through you and for you. It's in Jesus name. I count it done till we gather together again and we say hallelujah. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great Pentecost Sunday. God bless God
1: bless, God bless
0: you. have You have the power.
1: While I wait, you said in your word, be anxious for nothing. So I'll continue serving you. Yes, I'll continue praising you. I'm gonna wait until I hear from you. I'll wait for you to see me through. Fighting your word, word you know it's true. true. Stand still till you tell me to move. I'm going away until I hear from you. Help me, Jesus, for you to see me through. Oh,
0: I'm hiding your word
1: and know it's true. serving You. Yes, I'll continue praising You. Oh, while I wait until I hear from You, help me, Jesus. i Still-